Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 5th. Hope you had a wonderful 4th of July. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. I know it's a little bit weird. The list is coming out today. And as far as the Plus Pitch goes, I didn't do one yesterday. Um, it, was, it was a holiday. So uh, today I'm not going to talk about the preview of the list. It's going to be up. I'm going to do that 12 to 4 today. So it's going to be up even earlier than usual. But I am going to help you with Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday streamers. I feel like that is the most helpful thing I can do. Um, I led with Patrick Corbin today. Seven innings pitches. One run. Eight hits. One walk. Four Ks yesterday, which is insane. Uh, that's two straight good starts. And I think his fastball command, his sinker focus, uh, arm side a ton, is helping him out and getting better separation between that and the slider. The slider does have a lot of horizontal movement, which means then it's really hard uh, to pick that up tunneling wise. So I think that might be what's going on with Corbin. I mean, he helps throw 93 plus. It was 94 in the previous outing. This one was 93 and change. But that's still way better than the 91 that we've seen in previous years. And I'm, I'm curious if uh, this is something that Corbin has figured out. Do I say want to say that this is all of a sudden it? No. But I'm curious. I'm always I'm always a little bit curious. Uh, Chris Flex into well. Good stuff there. He gets Toronto next. No, thank you. Kyle Wright, unfortunately, had a rain delay. Otherwise, he would have gone longer than four innings. Austin Davis opened in a bullpen game while Jalen Beeks actually opened for Josh Fleming and he did five innings of 300 runs, and you don't care about that. Cole Irvin survived the Jays with amazing BAPIP of four strikeouts in eight innings. You don't want to really chase that. Uh, Braxton Garrett did well against the Nationals. He gets the Mets next. I don't think that's good. Justin Steele, nine strikeouts and one run in 6.2 innings, but now he gets the Dodgers, and I don't really want to read into this. Uh, Justin Justin Steele uh, sometimes gets by with four seamers and sometimes has decent sliders, but I think it's, I don't know, sometimes it works and then sometimes it doesn't. It's just, it's not really enough for me to really lean on him in 12 teamers. I feel like I'm just going to be anxious the entire time. Garrett Hill made his MLB debut against Cleveland, and it was very pedestrian. Uh, Jonathan Heasley against the Astros survived, but I mean, he's really just one of those guys that if you're dire for six innings, like maybe like a Jordan Lyles type, like, yeah, he's able to do it, I guess sometimes, but you don't want to actually try it. Eric Lauer had 23 whiffs total, 21 on his four seamer alone, which is insanity. Just when I was out, here he is pulling me back in against the Cubs. Six innings, one to run, two hits, two walks and nine strikeouts. That's a Gallus pull. I, uh, it's insane. Well, his slider went zero for 22 CSW, uh, but his curveball was earning strikes in the zone. The, uh, I, I don't know how to feel is, is really what I want to say is that Eric Lauer did look better with that four seamer. Obviously, 21 whiffs is the most on any single pitch type this entire season by anyone. So that's good. And it's not just the Cubs. Like, no one's done this. I don't want to hear any more. Oh, it's the Cubs talk. I, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it could just be a Dennis. For Eric Lauer, that is, he peaks again and then falls, continues to fall down. So we're not totally out of the woods, but now he gets the Pirates. And yeah, all right, I'm absolutely starting Eric Lauer there. Julio Urias, ace is going to ace almost. One more start away until he does that. 
Um, six innings pitch, one run, five hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. Um, yep, all good there. Just one more start, and then he gets the AGA label. Uh, Dylan Bundy survived against the White Sox. Had a King Cole at 38% CSW. I I don't want a Vargas Roma against the Rangers. I really, really don't want to do this. Uh, Connor Pilkington came up with a doubleheader. He'll get another doubleheader against the White Sox next week, but four innings and one run. Six base runners. Like, just don't do this. Zach Plesak, kind of interesting against the Tigers. He's continued his whole sliders, uh, earning whiffs and changeups, earning strikes approach. Uh, he does get his the Royals next, and I think that can work. Six innings, two runs, six hits, two walks, and three Ks here. Uh, Johnny Cueto, I mean, all right. He survived the Twins, but also had 10 base runners in six innings of turn run ball. You know, it's, yeah, all right, Johnny. It's, that's like uh, Heasley almost in that same way, um, but a little bit better. Tywin Walker against the Reds. Soared, nine strikeouts, six innings, three hundred runs, sure, but only five base runners. Zero for 17 CSW on the splitter is very shocking, but this was four seamers and sliders working, and that's pretty cool. Gets the Marlins next. We keep starting him. Dane Dunning against the Baltimore Orioles is just, uh don't care. Uh, same with Bat- Madison Bumgarner against the Giants, except they threw 92 as opposed to like 90-91. That's really good. So I wonder if he can capitalize on Rocky Road next. Alex Fajardo against the Guardians, 3.2 innings of 300 runs. Slider was good, but the heater was terrible. And I don't want to go after that doubleheader against the Royals next week. Alec Manoa against the Athletics did not do what you wanted. 5.2 innings of 4 and runs, 6 hits, 2 walks, 5 Ks. Four seamers down at 1.5 ticks. The sinker was down a full tick. Only two whiffs between them, which is insane. 53 fastballs thrown. Normally he's got a, you know, about a 15% swing strike rate between them, right? Not great. Should have been a lovely day against the Athletics. I'm just hoping that the velocity dip was just a one day thing. Cal Freeland went at uh, the Dodgers. Yeah, no. Uh, Carlos Rodon, five innings of foreign runs. Ugh. Seven base runners, but seven strikeouts. And honestly, I think like, he did fine. It just didn't really work out for whatever reason. And I'm not worried about this. 95 miles per hour in the fastball is good with me. Sean Manaya against the Mariners. He was down to 90.5. He didn't have his secondaries. He goes to cores now. Bad timing for everything. I mean, Manaya could survive that, but I, I actually really don't want to start him for that one and then pick it up after that. Dean Kramer. Well, it's come to an end. He was the streaming pick of the day because, and I hated it and I still did it. And that's just how streamers are these days. Whatever. Uh, against the Rangers, five and runs in 4.2 innings. The dream is dead, and let's move on. Jake Odorizzi returned and faced the Royals, and I'm happy he pitched 90 pitches, but it was four and runs of five earned runs. Sorry, four innings of five earned runs and 10 base runs, three Ks. Yeah, just wait for him to do okay, and then maybe we'll jump in on that. Dakota Hudson has become a worse coin flip, and you don't want to do it. Six earned runs in four innings against Atlanta. And Hunter Green went against the Mets and had to rely too much on fastballs instead of the slider. Six earned runs in 5.1 innings. So he gets the raise next, and maybe that can work. Don't just completely rule out Hunter Green. So what I'm going to do today is today, tomorrow, and Thursday instead of going over the list. As far as the list stuff, though, where's Brian Bellow going to be you're curious about? He might just make one start, so it's probably going to be the very like back quarter of the list. I don't really think that you should just j- jump at that one. That's just a questionable start. But maybe he does stick around, but right now it doesn't seem like he's going to be around for a while. But we'll see. Um, nothing major, I don't think, in the, in my head right now for the list, but stay tuned for that one, of course, uh, and I hate that phrase, but I'll be doing that at noon today, um, through four, so go to the website, um, if you want to watch that stream as I get it done. Um, but anyway, for today's streamers, uh, we've got Sandy Alcantara and Max Scherzer, both auto starts, yes, even Scherzer when he's coming back from the IL, 
Probable start tiers, Luis Garcia, Nick Pavetta, Jameson Tyon, Mike Clevenger, Logan Gilbert, Noah Syndergaard, and Kyle Quantro. I think all of these are pretty obvious. Uh, questionable starts tier, tier, I'm still starting, I think, in most cases, Jeffrey Springs, because he's done so well with the Blake Snell blueprint. Alex Wood against the Diamondbacks, fine. Kopech against the Twins, shaky. This is all questionable. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi just did well against the Reds, and now against Oakland, and that should be okay. Kyle Hendricks is throwing more changeups in three of his last four starts. Maybe that works against the Brewers. And Mitch White is the stream pick of the day. Do not love it. Streamers have been so rough the last, like, three weeks. And now he gets Rocky Road, though. This could be a win. Go five innings and maybe one or two in runs. Please, Mitch White. I believe in you. Just throw a lot of breaking balls. Do not lean on the heater. Uh, and do not start tier. Nick Lodoa is coming back against the Mets. That's very exciting, but it's against the Mets. And it's a still ill. Andre Pallante against Atlanta is kind of interesting, but I don't want to do that. On the other side is Ian Anderson, and it's way too risky. Zach Greinke at Houston, and Jose Quintana against the Yankees. Chris Archer is going to go five innings against the White Sox, and it's going to be worth it. Jason Alexander, Austin Voth, Paolo Espino, Herman Marquez, etc., etc., etc. Don't want any of it. Tyler Gilbert, Spencer Howard, no. Just don't do it. For tomorrow, Corbin Burns, Shoei Otani, Luis Severino, Aaron Nola, Shane Bieber, Max Fried, all of the aces going to ace tags, and they all get... Easy opponents. Tony Gonsolin against Rocky Road. And Christian Javier is just so dominant right now against the Royals. So obviously start all of those. Probable start tier. Joe Ryan against the White Sox had a much better fastball last time. Hopefully the slider comes up too. Miles Michaelis has just been on such a good role. Jose Barrios at uh, Oakland. I, you got to hope that that works. <laughs> Alex Cobb at Arizona. And Lance Lynn at, uh, versus the Twins is very... I want to believe in good Lance Land. It's just the Twins are really good. So I'm a little cautious about that one. Questionable starts here. My stream pick is David Peterson at Cincinnati. Slider has been that good last three starts, but it was the Marlins and Rangers. This is at Cincinnati. Should be a little bit more difficult. I hope he still has it there. That's why it's questionable. Josiah Gray did not do well last time against the Marlins. But hey, maybe he does recover against the Phillies, and that can be a really good strikeout game. And the aforementioned Brian Bello against the Rays. He's gone at least five innings in all of his starts in AAA. More than 20 batters faced. He's struck out at least seven, I believe, in his last four or five starts in AAA. It's very interesting to me. Rays aren't very good. I'm kind of curious, but I realize if you don't want to start him, yeah. I mean, I generally don't start MLB debuts. Uh, and they do not start here. Trevor Rogers is kind of interesting against the Angels. He did have the Blake's on blooper. Last few starts have been a little bit more encouraging. I hope he can do well here. Merrill Kelly against the Giants. It's just not enough. He's just not doing enough these days for me to think like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just put him in the questionable start team. I'm just like, ah, I don't really care. Uh, Michael Pineda against the Guardians. Maybe he can shove that. Uh, like just five innings of two and runs. Yeah, not worth it. Spencer Watkins did do well last time and now gets the Rangers, but I don't want to. Like all these guys, I just don't want to do. Corey Kluber at the Red Sox. No, Graham Ashcraft against the Mets. No, Glenn Otto don't care against the Orioles. Still don't care. James Caprillion is against the Jays, and Brad Keller gets the Astros. You know, Mitch Keller gets the Yankees. These are really, really bad matchups, and you don't want to tr- and risk it. Now, when I say, like, you don't want to risk it, it's like 20% chance of success, maybe 10%. So some of these guys are going to work, right? It's just about not putting yourself in that bad dice roll. And Adrian Sampson against the, the Brewers, and Jose Arrena against the Dodgers. Um, and then there's Thursday, uh, which is Jordan Lyles against the... Uh, Angels don't really want to do that. Josh Mikowski against the Yankees. I don't want to do it. Garrett Cole, obviously, against the Red Sox. Kevin Gosman against the Mariners. Obviously, same with Dylan Cease against the Tigers. Bo Brisky against the White Sox. Do not start. 
Not good enough. They're not enough. Chris Bubich against the Astros. Absolutely not. Justin Verlander, of course, against the Royals. Chase Silseth against the Orioles? Nah, he hasn't really been that good. No, you don't do that. Marco Gonzalez against the Jays, I think is a questionable. He's been on a pretty decent role. You know, if you're not, if, if you're going for ratios and not strikeouts, maybe, but I don't know. Honestly, I might just put him in the bottom because you're not going to get strikeouts. I might just put him in the top of the do not start. Spencer Strider goes against the Cardinals. I feel like it's probable at this point. Daniel Castano against the Mets. No thanks. Trevor Williams on the other side. No against the Marlins. Bailey Falter. No thank you against the Nationals. Joanna Don is back. Against the Phillies, I don't care. Mark Leiter Jr., no way. Against the Dodgers. Tyler Malley against Pittsburgh at home is a probable. Mike Miner against Pittsburgh is a do not. I might have to make him my streaming pick. Oh, boy. Don't want to do that. JT Brubaker at Cincinnati, I think, is better than Miner. So that would be the streaming pick. Uh, Bryce Wilson. But I don't, I don't want to do either one of these. Uh, Bryce Wilson, no way. Matthew Liberator, no way. Against Atlanta. Dallas Keuchel, even though it's Rocky Road, don't care. Austin Gomber on the road in Arizona. That could work, but I'm not doing it. Um, Tyler Anderson against the Cubs, I think, is a probable. Joe Musgrove is an auto, and so is Logan Webb, both against each other. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Plus Pitch Podcast. Good luck. Enjoy the list today. Um, I mean, I got to figure out who that streamer is on Thursday, and that's going to be such a crapshoot. Um, but that's it. So thanks so much for tuning in. And my name is Nick Pollock, and Mary Baptist below, and your strikeout side.